I'm not sure if it was her prescribing all of these creams or me saying I can't leave without a treatment because that's how I was raised in the past. You have a rash, you have an issue, you get either a topical or you get a drug and you use that and it goes away. And that has been my experience in the past. Welcome to Speak Up For Your Health. I'm your host, Dr. Arkel Giorgio. In this podcast, I have conversations with patients about how they found their voice, figured out how to advocate for themselves, and finally got the medical care they needed. What is more important than that? Now, you may not have the same health condition as the guests on the show, but you may have the same frustration with your doctor, your health insurance company, or some other part of the healthcare system. The stories you'll hear are real and relatable, and most importantly, I hope they give you the courage to speak up the next time you're getting care. Have you ever gone to the doctor for a relatively minor symptom that got worse after using the treatment they prescribed? Then when you went back for a follow-up and switched treatments, things got even worse. That's what happened to Lynn, my guest on the show today. What started as a simple skin rash turned into a miserable two to three month ordeal. In hindsight, all of it could have been avoided. Enjoy the show. So Lynn, you had a situation where you had a rash, which for most people comes and goes in a short period of time, but you really had pretty horrendous experience with weeks and weeks of this rash. Can you tell me where it started? Absolutely. Well, a little background is that I'm a healthy, active 50-year-old who luckily has had minor, infrequent medical issues over the past 50 years. I work out every day. I eat healthy. I take my physical and mental health very seriously. So when I got a rash, I was a little bit surprised and scared last summer because I usually don't have anything going on. And it was very bumpy and itchy. And it was on my top left bra line. And this has happened a few times in the past five years, say, but it was a little bit different location, a little bit different look, and it would flare up from either stress or wearing sweaty workout clothes too much. So that's the history of it. And in the past, the dermatologist would give me a cream, I'd put it on and go away. Okay. So just to summarize, you had seen it before. It was nothing you were overly worried about, but this time you were a little more worried. Why was that? I think because it didn't go away with the treatment that I had used in the past. So I had been given a topical cream. It was for like skin inflammation from irritation is what they called the diagnosis. And every time I used it in the past, it would go away. So I just kept it handy in my drawer. This time I used it and it didn't go away. And it actually became more itchy and got a little bit bigger. And so that's when I panicked. And so when you panicked, what did you do? Well, in my family, I was taught, you have an issue, you immediately call the doctor and you immediately go to the doctor. You don't wait, you don't pause, you don't do anything else but go. So I didn't consult anybody in my family like my husband. And I just called the doctor and I said, I have a very, very, very itchy rash. I need to see someone immediately. So they got me in like that day. Let's pause there because... It's amazing. And you saw a dermatologist, not a primary care physician. Is that correct? I saw a dermatologist. How in the heck did you get into the dermatologist the same day? Because most people have to wait weeks or sometimes months. So give me the secret to that. 
I don't have a secret. I think I just said I'm very, very, very uncomfortable. It's very itchy. And they said, okay, we'll squeeze you in. You might have to wait. And so I ran to the dermatologist, which was the first thing I did wrong. (laughs) But that's another story. Okay, well, we'll get there. So you go to the dermatologist. You were familiar with this individual and they had seen you before. What did they think was going on? They were a little concerned. They were like, hmm. It looks a little different than what you've had in the past. So let's take some cultures. It could be a fungus. It could be a bacterial infection. So let's get some swabs and get cultures on on that. So that was what we decided to do. But at the same time, I don't know if it was me or her, but I was like, well, give me something because this is really itchy. Fix this. Right. So she ended up giving me two different strong medicines, topical, believing it could be bacterial fungi. And so while we were waiting for the cultures, we didn't wait for the results. We treated it as it could be a bacterial or fungal. So now I had a bunch of products I could use. And they were strong and you mix them together. And that's kind of the beginning of the issue. Sometimes I interject with a little bit of medical information. This isn't meant to be a medical podcast, but just to inform listeners, rashes can be due to inflammation, a sensitivity to a product. And as you said, they can be due to bacteria, fungi, all different sorts of other products. So it's not unusual to say, let's culture this. Very typical thing to do. It sounds like your dermatologist just thought, well, I don't know what it is, so I'm just going to give you stuff to cover whatever it could possibly be. And you ended up with two or three different creams. Right, treating two or three different things. In addition to what I was already using from the past that was used for stress or irritation. I'm not sure if it was her prescribing all of these creams or me saying I can't leave without a treatment because that's how I was raised in the past. You have a rash you have an issue, you get either a topical or you get a drug and you use that and it goes away. And that has been my experience in the past. Am I accurate in what I'm hearing that you're thinking, I'm not sure that I was the best kind of patient? How would you react to that? This is hindsight because you'll hear what happens after. But looking back, there was no rush to see the doctor in the first place immediately. And I would have let my body heal or try to heal on its own first for a few days or weeks before running out to get something for a minor issue. How long do you think, in retrospect, you should have waited? I'd say two weeks at a minimum, at a minimum. And there's other things I probably could have taken for the itchiness, like a Zyrtec or a Benadryl or something else to treat that. And just put water on the rash and air it out and maybe ice anything that would soothe it, but let it heal or try to heal on its own before calling the doctor. And then also going to the doctor and accepting different medications before we get the results of the lab back. I wouldn't do that anymore because that added all these other elements that prevented me at the end from figuring out what I was really allergic to if I was allergic to anything at all. Because I had introduced so many different ointments and creams. I don't know if it was a combination of them. It was one of them, none of them. I have no idea now. And you went back a few times because it wasn't getting better. And you kept getting more treatments, right? 
I think I waited about five days and then the rash became much, much worse. It had spread, it had changed. And I was very anxious then because it like took over my whole chest. And I thought, oh, something's definitely wrong with me health wise. And so I went to the same doctor again and she prescribed two different ointments at this time. Oh my God. And we still hadn't gotten the cultures back on the previous work I had done. She did say, I'd like you to get a biopsy. She was pretty adamant about it's getting worse. We've tried different things. We should get a biopsy. And I adamantly declined the biopsy. Why? Because for two reasons, I had had too many experiences with the skin shave biopsies that I thought were unnecessary. They left big scars. I have multiple scars all over my body from doing my annual skin check at the dermatologist for skin cancer. And they're like, well, let's do this. My family had said, don't do them no matter what, because that's how the dermatologist bills insurance. So you should not get them done. So I said to her, absolutely not. I'm not doing it. And I left with a big rash and two other creams to try. I wonder if she set any expectations for you about how long a rash can last, how long you should use a particular topical before you can even expect it to get better. Did she do anything like that? Honestly, I don't remember. I don't think so. But I think I had anxiety about this that I might not have heard her. I was set. I was going to get something. A product was going to fix this. (laughs) And I think that's a lot of our society these days. You know, you, you have something, you take something, you put something in your body, put it on your body. That's what you do. In the meantime, things got really worse after that. Just a little commentary here. It is a lot of find it and fix it. And it's one of the really big challenges of being a physician because patients come into your office, they really do want you to find it and fix it. And in today's world with social media, if you don't find it and fix it and the patient gets upset and walks out empty-handed, then the risk is that someone will go onto a social media platform and say negative things or give you a negative satisfaction survey That just doesn't make anybody feel good. So it's sometimes an easy solution as a physician to just keep prescribing. And I am not suggesting that, you know, you were doing that or that your physician was responding because of that reason, but it is a dynamic that we need to be aware of. So it's a tough, tough position to be in for you and for the physician. Okay. So then what? Then I do get the results back from the lab cultures that they were negative. So all these medications I've been trying were unnecessary, weren't going to fix the problem. Were you using all of these at once? No, but they were still, the time period in between them was so short, they're all in there at the same time. After the cultures come back, I stopped using the ones for the fungal and bacteria, but she had given me other ones in the meantime. It really didn't matter because the next day, and this is about a week later, I wake up with the worst case of hives all over my body. I mean, head to toe, in my hair, in my ears, in my armpits, in my groin, in my toes, head to toe. And they were huge, red, itchy, swollen. I've never had anything like this. The last time I had hives was, you know, 40 years ago when I took amoxicillin. So I was 
absolutely hysterical because they were painful. I actually couldn't wear clothes because nothing could touch it. And I was really mad at myself also because I thought this probably could have been avoided. And also I was mad because now I don't know what I'm allergic to, if anything. Like, is it one of those different ointments I put on? Is it a combination of them? Or is it something completely different? I called the doctor in a panic and she said, I still think you should take the biopsy. At this point, there's no way I'm getting my skin shaved from a biopsy. So she prescribed a high-dose prednisone, a steroid, and a prescription antihistamine. I didn't take either of those. Now I'm forgetting about the rash. I'm just focused on the hives. And I'm doing multiple home remedies, like the bath with the oatmeal or the baking soda or the ice packs, the Zyrtec, everything. Nothing is working. And this went on for about three weeks of having the hives. How miserable. My husband said, okay, you've got to stop all creams now, all prescription ointments, not even Aquaphor, nothing, not even soap. So let's stop there for a minute. In the first part of you dealing with whatever was going on with your skin, you wanted like, find it, fix it, give me something. And now your husband says, stop using everything. And he's a smart guy, so that might make a lot of sense. But how were you feeling about what you wanted to do? Because it's polar opposites. Mm -hmm. Well, at first I was like reluctant to do that. Even the fact that I wasn't supposed to wash my hair with shampoo or put soap on my body, I was like, wait, no, that I, I can't do that. What are you talking about? Like I have a serious problem now. I need to go back to the doctor. And he's like, nope. And that's when I called you and said, can you come look at this? What do you think was going on? Because now I have two different problems. And you were the first and only person who said, did you change your laundry detergent recently? Because that is a major reason for hives. And I immediately, I remember this very well. I adamantly was like, no, I didn't change my, I wasn't even going to stop and think about it. I wasn't going to look at my laundry detergent. I wasn't thinking straight. I was so upset about the hives. And I thought, nope, these hives are caused by most likely all these medications. I don't know which one. I don't know what I'm allergic to, but I'm allergic to something. And that was when you said, well, you know, maybe you, since you have a relationship with Mayo Clinic, they're close by, maybe you should go there and just get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. If it's not working, you know what Einstein said, craziness is doing something over and over and expecting a different answer. So second opinion, go to someplace better, presumably better. Exactly. Yes. So I made an appointment with Mayo, the head of the dermatology appointment. I showed him my rash. I showed him the highs. And he said, I definitely recommend you get the punch biopsies. And I think you should get a few of them. You should get it where the rash is and you should get it where the hives are because I don't know what this is. How did you feel at that moment? You had said no to the first physician. Now this next physician is saying the exact same thing. I thought, well, this is Mayo Clinic. I'm going to do what they say. If they say the biopsy, we've tried everything else. So I thought, we'll do this. I did what they said. I spent the day at Mayo and I got the biopsies. I got the stitches. I got the whole thing. How many did you get? How many biopsies did you get? I ended up getting just two. Okay. And 
And the results? Uh, a week later, the results came back completely negative. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I can't even imagine what that felt like. You were so uncomfortable. And nobody knows what is happening. It's like a big mystery. Mm-hmm. It was a mystery. And now some time has gone by. I had stopped all creams at this time. The Mayo Clinic dermatologist had actually prescribed two more medications after I took the bunch of biopsies before we got the results. And those I said, no, thank you. I'm not going to take anything else, which felt uncomfortable saying no to the doctor. But I had my husband behind me and we were like, nope, we're not, we're not adding anything else at this time. We're trying to take things away. So it was only at this time that I got home and I got the results that I thought, well, maybe the hives could be from a change in laundry detergent ingredients, same laundry detergent, but supply chain was having all these issues. The ingredients I compared one to the other, they did look a little bit different. And when I stopped with the laundry detergent and rewashed everything just in water, I started to feel better. The hives started to go away. So I don't 100% know, but... I'm thinking the hives could have been, I mean, they could have been from all the medications, but they also could have been from the laundry detergent. And I still don't know what the actual rash was caused, but it started to go away on its own. So everything was healing after a couple of weeks of doing absolutely nothing. Slowly, my body started to heal on its own. Wow. And it completely went away. It completely went away. Completely went away. So how do you explain this? Well, the only thing I can explain is what I learned. What I learned is to slow everything down. I mean, I have always acted fast. That's my personality. And it has served me well in most instances. But medically, basically sometimes doing less or doing nothing is more. And if I had just slowed down, I could have made better decisions. I could have done the research to figure out, especially with the hives, what was causing it and really looked into when you said laundry detergent, instead of saying absolutely not, I could have looked more into that because I went back to that only a couple of weeks later that it created a couple of weeks of a lot of painful, uncomfortable moments for me that might have been avoided. Since this happened, I have decided not to use any products on my face, body, anything, not soap, just shampoo and sunscreen. And I feel so much better. Wow. So I hear you completely about trusting your gut, trusting your body, slowing down, being an advocate. That's what this whole podcast is about. At the same time, I have to honestly react and say that most people who don't have medical training don't know what is minor versus major. So For example, somebody might have some minor left-sided chest pain or other minor symptoms that are actually a sign of something much more serious going on. How would you suggest people define for themselves what minor is versus when what they think is minor could be ignoring something significant? How do you know? Well, in this case, for me, This rash was something I had before. So because I had the history of it being a similar look and feel, I mean, this was slightly different, but still similar. 
It wasn't causing me any pain. It was just itchy and didn't look pretty. I feel if I had waited two weeks, it probably would have gone away on its own. Just knowing my history and the fact of it was probably caused by some sort of contact dermatitis. Just to share a story, just a few weeks ago, I started out with some left-sided ear pain, and then the left side of my face actually got swollen, and I had some swollen lymph nodes, and it felt like something was going on in my ear, and I called a friend just because we're connected in the medical community, and I said, when would you see someone? He said, wait, two weeks. <laughs> two, two weeks is a good amount of time for something to resolve on its own. That being said, if it's chest pain, if it's anything that looks or sounds like a stroke, any of those, there are always exceptions to that rule. But in general, two weeks is a good amount of time for people to consider. Mm -hmm. I agree. As we wrap it up, what I've learned in other podcasts from individuals is that what they learned from one experience, they can then apply to a future experience. Have you had any new symptoms? anywhere, rashes, any sort of pain or discomfort, and applied these learnings to that situation. With all the working out I do, my hip might hurt, my hamstring, my quads. And instead of running to a doctor, orthopedist, or even doing physical therapy, I just wait and stop doing what I was doing and see if it goes away on its own. And it does. And in general, it's gone away. I think that you had mentioned in a previous conversation that you had had some hip or back pain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you just waited a little bit. Mm -hmm. I just got smart. And if I was doing a certain exercise that might have, you know, take the time to think, what was I doing? What could have caused this? And it's complicated because everything is connected in your body. But if I was working out hard, taking some time off and seeing if things would heal on its own. And... 99% of the time, these things have all healed. Lynn, thank you so much. I know that it was a long journey for you and I'm glad you're on the other side of it and I hope it never comes back. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I've thought a lot about Lynn's story. It's great that she advocated for what she wanted, in this case, treating her rash, but the aggressive treatment may not have been what she needed. And it's highly likely that the eight or so medications that she was prescribed not only exacerbated the original rash, but caused the total body hives that made her so miserable. So here's the takeaways. One, see a professional if you're concerned about your health. That's never a wrong decision. But when it comes to treatment, sometimes less can be more since minor symptoms often resolve on their own. Two, Be a detective regarding your symptoms. The root cause of new symptoms can sometimes be a lifestyle change, a new detergent, a different pillow, a diet change. Doctors don't probe and ask about these things, and even the most sophisticated biopsies, x-rays, and blood tests won't detect them. Three, have realistic expectations. For any treatment, ask your doctor about how long it'll take for you to start seeing an improvement. Will it be about 24 hours, two weeks, a month? Layering on a second treatment before the first one has a chance to work can create a lot of clinical confusion. Thank you for listening in to this episode of Speak Up For Your Health. If you enjoyed it, I hope you leave a rating and review, recommend this podcast to friends and family, and share the link on social media. 
If you have your own story about finding your voice and advocating for yourself, please share it with me. I'd love to hear it. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. The links are in the show notes. Speak Up For Your Health is produced and edited by Jenny Lee Park and myself. Music is by Alex Tepper. Cover art is by Sean Sutton. Marketing and social media is by Shelby Epstein. 